Happy Pride, everyone, because nothing says gay pride unlike Laura Dern and the drag queen dinosaur and a butch king dinosaur taking down a bully who I would argue was a homophobic one, no less. So that's what this episode is going to be all about. How we survived all these prides without that, I I don't don't know know either. I mean, you know, when did Laura Dern become a gay icon? That's a question I have for you. Oh, well, Laura Dern's always been an icon for me, but a gay one is is definitely one she's deserving more and more. She, yeah, there was like, a, I think it was like a few years ago, she became, someone wrote an article for, I want to say The Atlantic, calling her out to be like mm-hmm. uh, a queer icon. They even made a song about her. Yeah, I mean, she's just like, there's something about her, man. I, I'm team Laura me Dern. Me too. Like, I ride that train. Yeah, yeah she's I've great. been loving her I since uh, Smooth Talk, I think that's the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Wild at Heart. She's so mm-hmm. great and wild at heart. Um, she just makes any movie she's in. So I think we're just going to praise her. I think Dern. so. I think this <laughs> this is the Laura Dern episode, everyone, as we discuss there Jurassic we Park. The one you've been waiting for. Versus Jurassic World. Uh, two yes. franchises. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like kind of like versus. Versus. You know? I, I think versus is important here because this is about man versus beast, beast versus beast, man versus ideology you know there's a lot of fighting that's happening in this in this franchise mm-hmm. so we can't wait to and then women will inherit the earth and then women will yeah uh laura dern being <laughs> that one woman i think if that is the case we're in good hands you know and we have a special guest with us today mm-hmm. if you were a fan of our batman episode then you're gonna love this one because Mackenzie green is back to dish on all of our opinions on this jurassic era film franchise so stay tuned for that i am nicole and i'm rolando and this is remakes reboots and revivals an original podcast about unoriginality so there's like a lot of movies (laughs) and there's nine thousand of them Seriously, yeah, a a lot of content. So we kind of just want to focus a lot on the new one and its place in the franchise. Okay, cool. Did you read the book by any chance? I did not read the book. You would think I, me of all people, I'd be like, and there's a book because I did too much. I was like, (laughs) I'm gonna watch all the movies, and I then truly, as the first caption, as the first like thing rolled, it was like, and by Michael, and I was like, could I read the book in a day? And I was like, no, I don't need to do that. Oh, you rewatched all the movies? I almost rewatched every movie. I just oh, try of like. I did. One, so. At I, one point, yeah. my mom called me and said, "Why are you doing all of this?" And I said, <laughs> "Because I'm doing a podcast about the new yes. movie." And she goes, "Homework." And she goes, "Sweetheart, you don't have to watch five movies for one movie. Just watch the first one." And I was like, "Leave me alone." It's so funny because I rewatched the original Jurassic Park and The Lost World. I couldn't stomach to watch the Jurassic Worlds again though. Like yeah. it's just like I seen them I, I couldn't I saw, either. Yeah. I immediately was like I can't I can't. And then also my other favorite thing is have you ever watched I don't know if it's cuz I'm getting old, but I was watching the original 3 and then kept going, "That's this movie?" Oh, I thought this movie and like I just kept having these yeah, vivid memories. Yeah. Where I was like, I thought this movie ended here. Right, I didn't right. know they did this. Like I just, I it was very dumb. They well, are the- in a way they become interchangeable after a while. Yes, they really yes. do. I mean, Jurassic- because it's 
<laughs> Jurassic World 2 is more or less a ripoff of Jurassic, a lost world, Jurassic Park. I mean, we end in the city. It really You know is. what I mean? Like, yeah. We end yeah. in, like... <laughs> It's either it's either like let's go to this Jurassic World or yeah. let's escape from the Jurassic World. Like that's what these movies are all about. Yeah, it's either we're returning or we're leaving. Like we're yeah. escaping. It was, it's it crazy. Was a lot. I had a lot of feelings, and then I was just yeah. like, oh, Chris Pratt. I was like, I can't believe it. I just gave Chris Pratt more money this summer. I was like, that's mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> right. So uh, you know what? I mean, we kind of just already got into it, but let's get into it. <laughs> Mackenzie, welcome. Thank welcome you. back. I guess I should say we're so excited Yay. to have you. And, so, you know, uh, I unofficially think I'm on this show. Like yeah. when I listen, I'm like, they should have had me on this episode and this one. And then I like comment on things like I work here. Yeah, that's, it's you know what's so funny. So I you you posted on social media like you ended up loving Top Gun Maverick, oh. and uh, that was one of those episodes where I was dragging my feet to go into the theater. And by the time I came out, I was like, oh, what a wonderful film this was. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought, yeah. I, you know, that was a great example where I was like, I'm so funny and quippy. I'm going to make this video about the first one because it's so dumb. And then I went to the sec, and then I tr- I have become, I really am out here in these streets being like, can I please tell you about the book of Tom Cruise? So like, <laughs> yeah. I really am just like an obsessive fan. So I think that's why even this one, I was like, it's the summer of the reboot and the sequel. So I got so excited yes. going to this. And then it was a lot of feelings. It was no Top Gun For Maverick. Sh- Definitely. And I think actually I, I'm so glad we're covering these back to back because I think it just shows you the two different mindsets when it comes to filmmaking. Right. Yes. Which yes. is basically yes. practical yes. filmmaking and CGI fest. And that's what I mean, we got what with Jurassic treat. World. Yeah. <laughs> what no, a for CGI sure. treat. I mean, I've never I've never sat in a movie so much and been like, oh, because, you know, we all love movies. And I think what I love about the world of film is this idea particular movie like this is that in my head i'm like these people got paid millions of dollars Mm -hmm. to stand in a room with a man holding a tennis ball or like (laughs) in a green room or they're like looking at a table having a full conversation and i was like acting is so silly movies are silly like (laughs) these were hours and hours of days where they were just like this triceratops baby needs me and like you know People were like, yeah. life, the people were like, we rode around for two hours pretending to hold an animatronic rhinoceros, <laughs> like just a baby triceratops. What are we doing? So, yeah, and, and those I, visual effects artists are just like unbelievable. Like they're yes. the real champions mm-hmm. of this film. You know, like they're acting with you know whatever yes. dinosaur they're creating with the actors. It's astounding. It is. It so. really is. I mean, there were some there were some moments like z- cinematically speaking, where like I kept thinking <laughs> the work this took to have like horses running with dinosaurs, like yes. you know elephants yes. walking with. Di- where I was just like, this must have been a fun day at work. If you're a visual, art. like you must have just been like, ooh, this is gonna be good. Okay, I got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. They must have all just watched The Lion King together and we're yeah, like, like, we got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think it's interesting, right? Because the love of CGI becomes a little bit of a departure from the original Jurassic Park, which, yeah. while it did use CGI, I think a lot of it, you know, the dino- the big sequence with the T-Rex is, for the most part, animatronic. And that yes. is why that film 
still holds up in my opinion, right? I actually Absolutely. saw the re-release the original, with yeah. Eddie. That was on our first dates, uh, who is unfortunately not here. He's going to try to make it before the call ends. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, that was one of the first ones we saw together in the theater when it was re-released in the IMAX, and it still holds up. It You know, that yeah. was 10 years ago. But even re-watching mm-hmm. it for the podcast, like, the film Jurassic Park holds up because of its use of live-action and yes. uh, very, very subtle uses of CGI in the in the original film. And yeah. uh, it's breathtaking still. Like, when you see the dinosaurs for the first time, you're still in awe. As opposed to now, I'm, I'm fast-forwarding to Jurassic World, where, like, we have these scenes of these dinosaurs interacting oh with, with the human spaces, and yet I always felt cold. Like, specifically, yeah. there's a scene where we have the Brontosaurus, I think, the one, the long-necked one with the, yes. with the construction crew, right? And it's supposed to be yep. this majestic moment. Like, we're supposed to be in awe. Like, this is a spectacle. And I felt so cold and detached in that scene. It was... You know what's yeah. strange is the first movie, when I think about it, like the OG, like I, I rewatched all of them. Nobody asked me to do all of that, but I rewatched <laughs> five movies to watch one movie and realized that I didn't need to watch four of those movies. Um, but yeah, right. I truly, I was like, what was so wild is you realize the first movie, I, rem- I vividly remember as a child and I re- like had that memory again when I was watching it. It was the, it was the practical usage that Mm -hmm. made me in a moment be like whoa like that moment when the thing is like breathing deeply and Mm -hmm. larger and puts her head to its stomach and you're just like cool or like Mm -hmm. as you it was like i realized that little bit that little bit of like actual physical touch and all of that made me as a child and even as an adult be like yeah but what if you could like go see dinosaurs like it can't be yeah. that bad as we're for some reason like you said the coldness of the cgi i was like why would you do this why would you want this why would you bring these back look at it you yeah. kill them yeah. all why do yeah. we have this that's very true also yes yeah and when i was sitting in the movie theater watching this i was trying to put myself in the mindset of 1993 and seeing dinosaurs for the first time on yes. film because like I've seen dinosaurs so many times by this point. And, like, dinosaurs are really embedded in our popular culture. Like, kids grow up watching, like, dinosaur Mm -hmm. TV shows, and they have, like, dinosaur PJs and stuff. Um, And we've just gotten so much dinosaur shit in our media. But, like, in terms of 1993, that wasn't a thing. Like, people didn't know how, like, a Tyrannosaurus Rex sounded. No. Mm -hmm. You know, like, any of that. I don't think people knew what a Velociraptor was, you know? They didn't, yeah, like, (laughs) Like, the the terminology for, like, Jurassic era. You know what fully haunted me, and I realize it still disturbs me as a child, is the thing with the collar that, like, it looks scary, but then it does a deer! Yeah, it comes out. It scares the bejesus out of me, and it's like, you (laughs) have such a good point. It's like, even as a child, you're like, I know what a T-Rex is, but to see something like even when people are like it's a velociraptor whatever i don't get what this is it's terrifying it seems to have opposable <laughs> thumbs and be able to open up a door that's not mm-hmm. cool but it was the thing with the neck that i was like oh that's yes. terrifying because mm-hmm. in my mind it went from dinosaurs are very cutesy cutesy to like yeah. they have these yes they're terrifying but they're 10 times more terrifying when they decide they want to kill you. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's mm-hmm. when I was like, you know, as a child, I was just like, how do we make sure this doesn't happen? And my mom was like, don't worry, it's, it's not. <laughs> Before we go that, on... That particular oh. dinosaur, I just want to say, is yeah, yeah. nasty because they it's spit terrible. on you before they kill you. <laughs> that's the part, and that's the part that I think still sits with me is this yeah. idea that, like, tar gets thrown into your yeah. face, you can't see, and now you're being eaten alive. And I yeah, was reminded yeah. why I yeah. didn't like that scene when I rewatched <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) right 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 
So actually, before we go on, I do want to say the kill dinosaurs killing people. That just reminded me of the story that I promised our listeners a while back. This uh, moment <laughs> in time for me. So uh, I forgot how it came up, but I was going to mention the story, and you said save it for Jurassic Park. I think now's the time. So. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was a kid, after Jurassic Park, you know how there were like a lot of dinosaur movies that came out. Uh, yes, yes. One of the ones that came to mind though was uh, Land Before Time, and we started watching that in school for some reason one day, right? But I never got to finish it because I got sick. So my dad's friend said, "He's like, oh, I'll rent it for you and I'll bring it over." And he didn't know I was explaining him the movie. I told him, "Oh, it's a movie about dinosaurs and like you know they're like on an adventure or something." <laughs> he comes back and he brings me a live action film, and I thought it was like maybe this is maybe it started this way and I missed it or something. And it turned out to be this movie called Carnivore, which is like oh, these no. dinosaurs oh. killing people in like a, a science facility. Terrified me as a child, and uh, this was very soon after Jurassic World, so this was a more graphic move, a ripoff of Jurassic Park. Uh, and I remember just being terrified as a kid now, even more so than I was. Like, Jurassic Park didn't scar me, but this one was so gory that it did. <laughs> this is insane. This is wow. insane. Yeah. yeah, I thought I had a good dinosaur story. Yours is like 10 oh. times better. <laughs> like, mine is literally I went to Universal to get on the Jurassic Park ride and got pink eye because you know how they spit water oh, at no. you? <laughs> And every single dinosaur, like, and I had, I had turned my family and said, like, they better not get any water on me. Every single water trap. It was like, I, 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 face, I. And then when we went down the thing, I had my mouth open and my eyes open. And immediately I turned to my cousin and he goes, oh, you're getting conjunctivitis from a dinosaur for sure. And I was like, great. Fantastic. Was that before? I wish I had a dinosaur story. (laughs) Oh, you don't? Wow. I I know. I mean, God. Get on our level. Yeah, seriously, Nicole. <laughs> uh, I guess back to the films, right? There's so much to talk about, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. So, like, historically I have speaking. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, yeah, there's a lot to tackle. You know, this movie, the first movie, like I said, it came out in 1993, directed by Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. who I think is key to this franchise yes. and its success. And 1993 was such a pivotal year for him. I think that might have been like his apex mountain year because he did Jurassic Park and Schindler's List. You know, he was yeah. really gunning for the Oscars for a while, and he finally got it in 1993. And then he was like, wow, I just reached my apex. I'm going to take a five-year break. And his big return to movies was in 1997 with The Lost World Jurassic Park. No. Now, wait, really? Oh, wow. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And he also made Amistad in 1997. So mm. it's interesting because Spielberg is a great filmmaker. I think we can all agree on that. Oh yeah, yeah I think but you know he's got potential. Yeah, be, he's he, yeah he's he's okay. You he's remember? Cool. I mean, we gushed about him from West Side Story. Remember? <laughs> yes. Like, like he still has yes. it. He hasn't yeah. lost yeah, it. Yeah, he like, does. It's crazy. Yeah. He's an incredibly competent, really great filmmaker. Doesn't really know how to make sequels though. No. He kind of like you know like <laughs> if he has to repeat himself, he's a little he drags his feet. Yeah. So the original Jurassic Park, I'm, we all grew up on it, and we all loved it. I didn't see it in the theater in 1993, but like ultimate blockbuster movie up until that point, I think. Like yeah. you know, ultimate popcorn, go with everybody and just be thrilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually remember when The Lost World came out and yeah. seeing that in the theater. Did you guys see any of those in the theater? Yeah, yeah. I did because yeah. I still remember the little dinosaurs attacking the girl that's all i took away from you say was like yes. i will never like, yes <laughs> it's i remember dinosaurs that attack scene. so many young girls the little yes. girl getting attacked but then the other scene that i remember is the is uh uh mike dr malcolm's 
daughter doing the gymnastics and kicking a velociraptor. Listen, listen, yes. Listen. Yes. The way that was a mental reset for me to see that little black girl <laughs> swing Dominique Dawes style and kick a dinosaur out a window. Yeah. You couldn't tell me shit. That was the girl from Harriet the Spy on top of it. I was like, this bitch is That's right. Places. Like, right. right. Yo. I remember that scene. I will never forget that scene. Now as an no adult, I look yeah. back Whatsoever. and I'm yeah. like, I love, truly what my favorite thing is like this discourse that happened on TikTok where people were like, why did Ian Malcolm have a black daughter? And I'm like, okay, let's put a pin in that real quick. There are dinosaurs in this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing that you need clarified for you. Like, Seriously. Seriously. And Ian, yeah, I just love that Spielberg saw her and liked her in The Little Princess and was like, you. Oh, is that the story? That's so cute. Yeah, that's the I story. love yeah, that a little a princess. Story. She was the too. best part of a little princess. She it's is. a wonderful movie. Yeah, um, and it's so interesting too because Lost World. When I rewatched it, like you said, Mackenzie earlier, it's like, oh, it's in that movie. I was like, that scene where the van is off the cliff and Julianne Moore's on the glass mm-hmm. yes. is such a wonderful suspense like action sequence. And I actually thought that was in the original. Mm-hmm. I did I too. Like, <laughs> you know, like. Lost World is like crazy and like it goes in a lot of different directions, but those action sequences are just as good as the ones in the first one, I yeah, would say. And I like it's, it's because it's Spielberg. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I mean, agree. like, that's why I actually do. I didn't know that Spielberg directed Lost World, right? But it is, mm-hmm. it, it does rank in my favorite of the Jurassic Park films, no matter how nonsensical it gets. It's still a yeah. good film. I mean, one of my favorite <laughs> parts is like when you see the Velociraptor tails in the long, in the long grass, right? And you yes, have that suspense yeah. of knowing yeah. it's like they're out there, they're coming for you. You better run. Yeah. And the great thing about the Spielberg films, you know, because Spielberg, one of his like big themes in his movies is like kind of like daddy issues and like this, like what it is to be <laughs> <Yeah>. a father. <laughs> yeah. You know, like he clearly had something going on with his dad. So there's like that kind of like not wanting to really be the father you're supposed to be and being forced to be in both films and like the dynamics with children. I agree. But the second one is so interesting because the first one is, you know, about like this, this park and a commentary and theme parks. But then I think the second one is actually kind of sadder and the way that like they're all going and trying to handle and like and and take charge of these animals who are just like living freely and quietly on this island, like just them capturing and like cornering all these animals and like, you know, forcing them into like detainment was I thought actually like Mm -hmm. really dark and kind of sad. I think what I have am surprised now having to have watched it is I didn't realize how many like like allegories and tales they were trying to tell with this this thing right it's Mm -hmm. like it never occurred to me like how deep they were trying to get with a dinosaur movie because all i was focused on was like (laughs) the the rumble of the foot yeah the footsteps of like a t-rex coming into frame or the same like you said that laying on the glass piece where you're just like holding your breath being like oh god okay okay don't move nobody move you know, yeah, it's yeah. He got really deep with like a he truly did. nonsense franchise, <laughs> which is why he's so good. Which is why E.T. as much as like on paper E.T. shouldn't work, it fucking does because of the yeah. way Spielberg handles oh, it. Oh yeah, because um, he goes into everything with like a level of reverence and respect mm-hmm, for the mm-hmm. source material that on paper you're like, it's a dinosaur park based off of dead mosquitoes. Okay, all <laughs> yeah. right, we'll try that. <laughs> And I think the thing that the first two films had was that Spielberg also really worked closely with Michael Crichton, the author of the books. Mm-hmm. And and The Lost World, the movie, only happened because Michael Crichton wrote the sequel, the book. So The Lost World is actually a book. And right. like it's pretty much the same thing. Like Ian Malcolm in like, you know, heads it in the in the book. Yeah. So it wasn't like a creative decision made for the film. Like Spielberg said, if Michael Crichton writes it, I'll direct it. And he did. Mm. 
um and they're really they're really i mean like the second one you know it's interesting it's not it's not like one of spielberg's top 10 best but it's a it still works overall as a popcorn movie yeah for this franchise yeah. yeah and by the time we get part three, where Spielberg is no longer involved, and we got Joe Johnston who comes in and mm-hmm. directs, and we actually have Alexander Payne. Do you guys know Alexander Payne, the the filmmaker? Uh, He's I have heard the name. Sideways. Yeah, and I remember uh. thinking, like, again, people from serious movies are doing people from serious this movies. Movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like kind of high reputation movies doing Jurassic Park three. And actually just making it like one huge chase movie and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, but also like the quickest one, like it's an hour and a half. It's yeah, kind it's, of oh, ridiculous. And it's, yeah. This is the one where the, the, the velociraptor, we find out that they could communicate with each other. That was yes. like the big reveal with Dr. When, Grant. When they do that, I don't know why there are so many, not just the other one, but this movie also that we're going to talk about has so many dinosaur alley-oops and like assists and like <laughs> people working in tandem that I really was like, I need an actual paleontologist or dinosaur expert to tell me, can they talk to each other? Because like the way, True. the way True. there are full lines of dialogue for dinosaurs to be like, ah, ah, and i was like are they am i high right now what is happening are they talking at the table read did everybody have to pause and be like and they go (laughs) yo apparently dinosaurs purr which is also the thing that i learned from listening to these movies because i i got like surround sound hooked up so i I did (laughs) i heard these dinosaurs and i'm like they're pert like oh so much to it I, and yeah. you know you just i just made me think of something do you think jurassic park is the reason that they made ross on friends a paleontologist it has I to be totally right? think Ooh, it has that's to be a good point yeah Maybe. i a million percent think that it's the same reason on how i met your mother i was like oh ted mosby is an archaeologist because of indiana jones like that's yes. why we're doing this i was like yeah this and is, how i yeah. met your mother is friends except yeah just changed slightly yeah yeah so yeah yeah it's wait wild. ted mosby was an archaeologist <laughs> architect oh yeah he wasn't but there was remember there was an episode he, where he yeah, like had i whip. wanted to be yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah was like yeah, a whole was, thing where they, they was like it. i always wanted yeah that's what i was thinking <laughs> you know also i'm forever mad at that show because i refused to watch it because the ending was so bad but anyway we won't get into that <laughs> oh wait did you watch the new one how i met your mother no because how i met your father ended so abruptly and angrily how that i am mad yeah I refuse to watch it because I'm like, until they respond for their war crimes of how the <laughs> original ended, I will never be cool yes. with them. Yeah, Seriously. We considered covering it, yeah. but it got such bad reviews, we were just like, eh, yeah. skip it. That and the yeah. Game of Thrones one. I'm like, how dare you guys come back? The way you ended that show, you think I want to go back here? No. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I'm not on the Game of Thrones uh, train, and I'm actually glad because a lot of people seem disappointed that they yeah, got on happy, it. Very, be happy yeah. you didn't so join, yeah, be happy you didn't join us here. <laughs> But, you know, after the third one, which was a really interesting kind of like, let's just have like just fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which a lot of people, I don't know. Do you, you guys like Jurassic Park 3? No. I, I realized that yeah, I really th- I realized this whole time that I thought Jurassic Park 3 was Jurassic Park 2 or that I had combined mm. the two films in my mind. So truly, when that movie started and, you know, I was giving it 
absolutely no attention. I looked over the corner, saw the thing get pulled at the end of the parasailing deal. And I was like, oh, this is the movie I thought was the second movie this whole time. Look, oh, so you thought like the first two movies were just one big movie because Spielberg yeah, kind of didn't make exactly. them. Like, I know, really yeah. in my mind saw it as like, oh, these were the thing. And then when that started, I was like, oh, my God. I what this is this movie oh yeah. wow yeah. yeah the same yeah. thing with yeah it was wild I interesting was like, so I really I still I all I ever remember from that movie was ma'am please don't use the bullhorn like I realized that line was in my mind forever was like a bullhorn sounds like a goat which means a t-rex will come and eat you so according to this according to retrospective assessments of this film the lost uh the lost world no this third one i'm sorry jurassic park three yeah a couple of critics are declaring that it's superior to the lost world jurassic park and i think they're wrong it's no it's because it was a time when people had money and they were happy and there was no inflation so we thought everything was good we (laughs) this is true yeah time times were good so people were like it's great (laughs) (laughs) yeah those I think those people also just like that it's the quickest and that it's the like yeah. kind of balls to the wallest one. Exactly. It um, is the most like it takes off. Like, you know, because these yeah. have a for more or less there's a formula. It's like you meet the herbivores and it's like, welcome to yep. Jurassic right, Park. And right. you do that and you work your way up to eventually meeting a T-Rex. This just comes out the gate like driver's dead. We're mm-hmm. looking for our kid. Uh, you know, it's wild. It's it it's, just it's go- really yeah. wild. Yeah, it just starts. It just gets going. Well, which is you mentioned what for- I kind of appreciate about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, mentioning formula, right? I think it's interesting that what you just said is true because there is a formula to Jurassic Park movies. Jurassic World hits that formula and just copy. It just copy mm-hmm. and paste oh. and just re- repeat. Yeah. Yeah. You but know? I'll like- be honest. I may be in the minority. I love when a reboot just goes. What was the first movie? Just make that. Just, just so, make that. Similar to. That's uh, <laughs> so what they all do. Like Star- yeah. the, Star- like, the new Star Wars. I was about to say. That's yeah, what I love about the new Star Wars. When people poo poo yeah. on those. Yeah. I love the fact that they're like. Girl. Send help via droid. Mm-hmm. Droid. Find man. Man. Mm-hmm. Find ne'er do well who wants thing. no part. It's like. I love it because I'm like, I know what I'm about to get and I know what I'm looking mm-hmm. for. And that's why I think I love Jurassic World. It was interesting because sometimes I don't mind it. I'm Jurassic World is one of those movies where by this point that's been done so many times and I knew this term like remix culture because <laughs> uh, what, that's what this film was, a remix of yeah. the original film. Yeah. I was able to see it. It didn't bother me because I thought the film was enjoyable. I've seen it, I think, a couple of times. Not... I, nowhere near oh. as much as I've seen Jurassic right. Park. Jurassic Park, I think I've seen like so many times throughout my life because it's just a very <laughs> enjoyable film. Jurassic World, I think I've seen like maybe two, three times max. Nicole knows I hate rewatching movies, but I think I caught it like once on like uh, on TV with Eddie and stuff, and you know we just left it on in the background. Jurassic yeah. World, you know, is it's fine. Truly, uh, I was watching it for the eye candy that is Chris Pratt until we found out how problematic he <sighs> is. You, you like know. how disappointing when you're just like oh Very. so hot and then you you're like this is why i flew too close to the sun i should have just been like don't tell me anything about this hot dummy just let oh, me yeah. look at him eddie is of that <laughs> mindset it's yeah. just like no i don't want to hear anything about it. i just yeah. want to i want to ignorant bliss here yep yep <laughs> I, I, smart, I tell smart. people all the time when people sent me that video of chris evans with the boston accent and they were like listen i was like no 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 because if you know about boston you know don't send me that video i just want to enjoy what i'm looking yeah. at i don't want want a uh i don't want the jump scare of finding out who he really is mm-hmm. leave me alone oh, he, go away he does sound oh so good after, in that Boston accent. 
after this episode, we need to have some Chris Evans discussions. Yes. I have a lot. (laughs) I see your... Uh, so after Jurassic Park 3, 15 years, I think, or 14, yeah. around there, of no Jurassic movies. But we got a lot of dinosaur content. I think we even got, like, some Jurassic Park television shows yeah. or, like, I part like of, like... animated. Yeah, they were, like, cartoons. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. animated. Yeah, yeah. And then just, like, a, like Land Before Time, uh, yeah. The Good Dinosaur. Like, just so many, like, dinosaur Disney movie that came mm-hmm. out in 2000. Yeah. Like, dinosaurs never lost we're never lost in our culture. No. Nope. So it's interesting because when Jurassic World came out, obviously, you know, what's the success of Star Wars and other reboots, they were like, minus well. But like, <laughs> when that came out, were you guys like, yes, I need another Jurassic movie? Did you feel like there was a void? Like, I that really it was, was needed? You know what's funny is I, and I think that's kind of why I love this last, like certain elements of this last one, is that I was kind of like, don't mess with the original it's great don't touch it unless i'm getting all the original cast unless <laughs> jeff goldblum is coming back with his shirt open i don't want any part of this and then you go and that's what you kind of love about it are these easter eggs of like ian malcolm's book uh-huh. on the table of the facility and like i just yeah. also love the commentary on like sequels ultimately where it was kind of like I think there's a line they have in Jurassic World where they're like, he's like, oh, well, do you have a T-Rex, like somebody who's visiting? And they're like, yeah, but T-Rexes are a thing of the past. Like we combined like two <laughs> other dinosaurs. DNA, yes. that are, yeah, we genetically engineered a bigger, better. And the guy's like, do you need a bigger, better dinosaur? And it's like, <laughs> yes, and I think that's what I loved is that the movie seemed fairly self-aware that like nobody asked for this, right. but we made it anyway. So like, but here you go. Yeah. So here you go. Yeah. Like here's a park yeah. that kids are bored with and like, you know, it's great. Mm-hmm. I would be lying if I said I wasn't excited when they announced a new Jurassic Park movie because I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go watch it regardless. And I wasn't disappointed yeah. when I saw it. This was a fun movie. It was uh, okay. so fun. I remember there was a lot of okay. discourse over seeing uh, Dallas. Dallas. Oh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard in the heels. In the heels I still running think around. about that. I, I do think about it. I think it's an iconic moment. It's just like, I don't I don't care how implausible it is. It's just like, mm-hmm. just seeing her feel- run, be chased by a dinosaur in high heels. It's just like, you but work, girl. But can we be honest? That's like what movies are, right? Is there exactly. the moments of impractical? It's like, again, it's like everybody's like, she's running from a dinosaur in heels. She's running from a dinosaur. <laughs> just zoom out on that sentence real quick and yeah. you'll understand that the heels are not the craziest part of this scene. She is <laughs> running with a road flare from a dinosaur she is running a 40 yard dash as a human against an animal that i'm pretty sure if it existed could crush her so like let's just all live our fantasy right which not even that and if you even pull out more it's just like to give us the dinosaur we've all been waiting for the t-rex you know what i mean but that's that's what you Mm -hmm. realize these movies have done right is like we're all at home like being like we're in the theater being like t-rex 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 and then all of a sudden that gate opens and the road flare goes up the rain starts and you're like yes it's like it's the heavyweight champion of the Jurassic Park like franchise and then I think what I realized and I wrote it in my notes these movies do so well just chef's kiss they give you a moment where the emblem of the movie is recreated Mm -hmm. for you so you can have that that dinosaur glamour shot to be like yes (laughs) <laughs> it's the logo like it's just it's it was so delightfully insane to like from because they took what you knew of the first one and they said 
all the herbivores now exist in the dinosaur petting zoo. There's mm-hmm. a gift shop. There's a Burger King here. I loved that when it was like, there's a Burger <laughs> King and a Starbucks. And like, Seriously. you know, it was like, there's a, there's a, a splash zone for the aquatic dinosaurs and all that stuff. And then they just went, oh yeah, this is what you guys do now. Now, welcome back to Jurassic Park. The velociraptors right. work in tandem. There are trainers. They talk. It's chaos. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's yeah. so interesting, though, because... So, I actually just saw all these films in the last week for the first time. Okay? I hadn't seen it in the theater. And when I when I first put on Jurassic World, first 10, 15 minutes when we're meeting the kids who are going to go meet their aunt and their experience of entering Jurassic World, it's very nostalgic. The music plays Mm -hmm. and like everything's kind of set up the same. And in the original film, the main characters being Laura Dern's uh, Dr. Ellie Statler, Sam Neill being Dr. Alan Grant Mm -hmm. and Jeff Goldblum being Dr. Ian Malcolm. Um, When, Dr. Statler and Grant see like the bronchiosaurus for the first time and they're like, welcome to Jurassic Park. And they're just like these paleontologists (laughs) Mm -hmm. who have been digging shit and then they see in the flesh. It's like this huge (laughs) moment. But in the first 15 minutes of Jurassic World, when that music plays, what they're revealing is the park, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that kind of major crescendo part where it goes. Dun, 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 I mean, dun, there's dun, nothing dun, better than a John Williams score. I'll tell you that. Nothing much. better. Right. <laughs> and you're just like and but like you you hear it and you're like, oh, this is great. I'm ready for it. But then I guess for me, the delivery with at least that song in the first 15 minutes of the movie was like, yeah. why is it of the park? And I'm like, and who are these people? Like, I know I'm supposed to like get yeah. to know them their new characters and stuff so but. i think that's intentional because the jurassic world is way more hyper capitalistic than the yeah, and i that's what i thought one. they were doing yeah it's like I, where the first one was about like the majesty of what mm-hmm. we created i really was i had the same reaction i was like oh they stole the song to be like welcome to spend your money at the gift shop exactly welcome, thank which you. is how yeah. i mean yeah. realistically like that's how uh, our society would treat yeah. a theme park like this, right? Like they would absolutely. just absolutely, absolutely use it to create like this capitalist hellscape and uh, just spend your money everywhere. Yeah. And that's why I, I literally think, wrote I mean, my, no- my note on this new movie was I love rampant capitalism. And then about 30, <laughs> 90 minutes into the movie, I wrote, yeah, I'd probably try to figure out how to find a teacup Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! That I mean, I would so definitely cute. buy myself like a life-size T-Rex, right? like squishy or yeah. like a, a teddy bear or something. Um, but I guess for me, I was like, okay, so this is more of a cynical film when I saw yeah. that too, and that was one of the things that I going into it. And we do like the new characters are Doctor. I mean, just Owen Grady and um, remind me Bryce Dallas Howard's character. Oh, name. I can't remember her. Uh, also, Owen I love that Gre- you just pointed out that. Claire Deering. I just love that the first few movies are like doctors, 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 and now it's like it's like a dude, business people, yeah, yeah. business people, yeah. a dude who yeah. they found who could train animals. This lady, like a fucking cowboy, a cowboy, and like <laughs> a, a yuppie. Yeah, it's you like, know what's interesting? You know what I also find weirder, like how Doctor Alan Grant is a name that is forever ingrained in my head. As is uh, Ian Malcolm. These uh, new yeah. characters, nowhere near as much. And they've had, yeah. like, way more shit to deal with in these franchises. <laughs> you know? They but, really have. But, like, those other cat, Like, these new characters are just, like, not not the same. I, I thought it was interesting that they brought B.D. Wong, who would become, like, in some way, yes. the quasi-big bad of the movie. So, so I didn't... The new ones? I will be honest. I was... that When that reveal kind of happened that he was the big bad, I was like, oh, I yeah. don't love that like I, I would 
yeah, I was like, what? Why do we have to do that? I don't. Because mm. yeah. I think to me, it's like the first movie is what do we do with the big bad? We kill him with a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. So when it was introduced that he was the big bad, I was like, oh, I don't want to kill him with a dinosaur. Yeah. Like, leave him alone. He, he will go on to survive two more films. I know. Which leads me to the bigger question, I guess, for the new one. Spoiler, guys. He survives. <laughs> but is he like a wanted criminal? Like, That's what would I tell you the amount of times I'm like, are these people not wanted for war crimes? Yeah, or like, for like they committed an absolute atrocity against humanity. Why I'm like, is, is this not a global like this is a global crisis? He should be held in a high co- international court mm-hmm. for every country. I'm like, I don't I don't know what's happening. And meanwhile, he's like he's out there with like a giant <laughs> grasshopper being like, I can I can fix it. And I'm like, arrest him. As yeah, soon as he that let was... that thing go, he should immediately be surrounded by Absolutely. SWAT. There should have been arrested. like cops everywhere for this one yes. moment. And then it just like hauled off to prison because he's a monster at the end of the day. I don't care what I mean, heroic thing he did. He's so I don't either. Yeah, yeah I don't either. It's so interesting. He's responsible for so much, but he's not necessarily evil. We don't see real evil yeah. until like, I think the second Jurassic World film, which I only saw one. That was chaos. That was yeah. damn chaos. I don't mm. remember <laughs> that. Well, there was cloning of humans involved, uh, and the dinosaurs finally escaped Jurassic Park because of the yeah. uh, horrific yeah. volcano. Yeah. But now they're on the mainland. That's pretty much what we're set up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any quick thoughts on Jurassic no, World? I fell asleep. Number yeah. two. What a wild anyone? setup. I just think it was the cloning thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was the cloning thing. Every time that I'm like, what? Why? Why are we doing yeah. this? Like yeah. every yeah. time I was like, oh, we're trying to do something real ambitious with this swing. And I don't know if we should. Yeah. Yeah. And that's interesting because all of the other Jurassic Park movies were just like the, f- the first four of this franchise were kind of just like, let's do the same thing in different mm-hmm. ways. And then the last two of the Jurassic <laughs> Worlds added a lot of new elements yes, they to really them. Did. And it was like, why are they adding it? In particular, this new one, they added this whole other thing when I was like, okay. They added a whole other thing with that, the low cuts. that I really <laughs> am not smart enough to follow. I was like, oh, <laughs> child, I did not know I needed to know macroeconomics of global food supply and oh, no, 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 get me out of here. I don't like it. And even yeah, to that yeah, point, though, yeah. they also kind of introduced like a James Bond-esque villain storyline yes. for Jurassic world that i just didn't need because it's just like okay i understand we could just focus on the fact that like jurassic world is a capitalist hellscape why do we have to like expand this to like this evil corporation trying to like starve billions of people to make a buck right it just can i also say that my great obsession right now is that like these shows and tv shows with dumb and insane billionaires like don't look up they love to have a good tim cook Mm-hmm. like mixed with Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> weirdo in this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. love it. Cause the moment mm-hmm. he came out with the white hair yeah. in the black shirt, I was like, okay guys. And the fact that the building was circular, I was like, just mm-hmm. say we're very mad at Apple. They wouldn't let us use their phone. <laughs> and so we have made them the villains. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. But it's just like, but it's crazy because like, I understand that like corporations can be very evil, but don't give me like a nonsensical <laughs> Resident Evil umbrella corporation right. type of evil that's just evil for the sake of being evil. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just like, I think, yep. give, give me a realistic villain here. And you know what I really loved is this idea because this part felt very realistic that the corporation was evil, but there were people that worked there that had no clue. They truly just oh, had like yeah. a nine to five job. They had taken a yeah. job. And I was like, if this isn't every Facebook employee being like, we did what? 
<laughs> what election? Mm-hmm. Where? Mm-hmm. Wait, but <laughs> huh? Like the even just yeah. like those yeah. little beats where people would be like getting co- like I was just like that barista. He just had a normal job, and now he's all of a sudden running for his life to get on an escape <laughs> pod to get off this island, and he's just trying to make a caramel macchiato for people every day. He's just living his craft. I think that might be my favorite scene with that with that barista who just cared way too much and was like, "Why are you yelling I at me?" I loved it so much. Yeah. I was like, "That man, <laughs> I want, I want a side A twenty four movie about that guy, just like a simple, yes. normal, everyday guy who's just working at this dinosaur facility who comes in oh my on God, his yes. commute." So, and there was like a side conversation happening with like Laura oh, yeah, Dern with- and Jeff Goldblum, and I was just listening yeah. to him. The whole yeah, time. <laughs> the whole time I kept being like, "Cut back to this fight. This is great." Yeah. <laughs> Because this is, this is we cold. as working people, we can empathize. You know? But maybe we should like summarize this movie. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Summarize this chaotic movie I was for people. For... <laughs> yeah. Uh, gee, Rolando, do you want to take a stab? Or uh, I? So actually, Mackenzie, just a real quick refresher: what happens in Jurassic World Two that kind of kicks this off? Because apparently, this little girl Fallen Kingdom. was yeah, important <laughs> to Jurassic World. Uh, I don't remember when her I, at all. When I tell you, I watched all these movies and I sat in that theater. Went, who's that? Yeah, that was, was like, my reaction. Wait, I was just like, I, have wait, I was like, seen So I believe what was happening is there was black market dinosaur sales. These are real sentences. These are mm-hmm. words that were said <laughs> to somebody at Universal. There are black market dinosaur sales for a gentleman who knew the OG who started the Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you know, there's a girl that lives with her grandparents and it is revealed that they use the same technology to clone and bring back the dinosaurs to bring back this little girl. So that's mm-hmm. where we ended is everybody was like, this dude's a monster he cloned his granddaughter and he like is keeping these dinosaurs and now they're loose in the real world which i also was like is his house that big for a bronchiosaurus of that size (laughs) like where has this been and how has no one noticed it right so that kicks off where we leave uh where we start off uh number three Owen Grady and Claire Deering, she, they are watching over the clone child who yes. essentially becomes a MacGuffin for this film. Like, everyone wants her <laughs> yes. because for some reason yes. her DNA is important to this Everything. ecological nightmare that's happening across the country. Not just is- an ecological nightmare. We can cure okay, cancer. Yeah. We can oh, cure right. Alzheimer's. Right. We can fix the food supply. Everything can be fixed if they we be- get this girl. Yeah. They give her Which very much maybe- the Chosen One vibes. But maybe I'm dumb, yes. but I was like, can't y'all just get a phlebotomist? Like, do we have to kidnap her? Can't y'all just get a blood sample and send her to the house, have a reasonable conversation with these oh, people and be like, Absolutely. Hey. Yeah, there's no like there was no <laughs> yep. need for the drama yep. of kidnapping her <laughs> and then flying out to they were no. not Morocco. What was it? Uh, Malta. Malta. When I right? tell you, I didn't know how they got from where was that Utah to Malta. Right. I was like, why are we yeah. in Malta? I was like, nobody yeah. explained what the significance of Malta was. That it was, it was like just, we're just here for this. Uh, that's true. Yeah. This trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they're like, we don't know where she is, but let's just pick anywhere on the map, and we'll end up right exactly where she is. Like, if it's somebody so kidnapped you today, Rolando, and uh. turned to the two of us and said, "Where do you think he is?" I would, I promise you, the first country that comes to mind is not Malta. The Seriously. first city I think I might be like uh, Mexico City, yeah, uh, yeah. Canada, Newark. Toronto. Paris, yeah. New York, a basement in Los Angeles. I don't go Malta because first of all, I'm gonna turn to you and be like, "Where, Nikki? Where's Malta? Where, where is yeah. that located?" Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So, 
they bring her to Malta for some reason. And then <laughs> because it doesn't matter, she's there for like seconds before she's shipped away back to Utah. Why we didn't put her on the plane in Utah, I don't understand. Great questions. Great questions. I don't have the answers. But uh, (laughs) meanwhile, Laura Dern's character returns. She meets up with Dr. Grant because there is an ecological nightmare happening, right? There's, like, these locusts that have been, like, injected with, like, some... uh, Cretaceous period monsters yeah. and stuff, and now they're just like super locusts that are just wiping out uh, our our grain supply. And so she yeah. decides, her and Dr. Grant, they're going to go yep. to the company that is responsible for this ecological because Symbiome is both Apple and Monsanto all That's at the it. same yes. time. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> pretty much. Which yep. also, so the owner or the head of Sim- Symbion. Is is he the child of Newman from the original one, or is he? How does he have that canister? I, I, okay, that is in my notes. I said, why does he have the Barbasol canister? Yeah. Where did he like, get it from? I like, know. I yep. I was I, lost. I was just like, is he the kid? But I'm with you. I had a moment where I thought they were going to be like, where they were going to turn to him and be like, Jerry, what do we do? And then he was going to like turn at his desk and was going to say like, Jerry Newman. And we were going to be like, oh my God. Like, ah, no, it's just Tim Cook somehow got access on a black market trade to this Barbasol can. It it was, uh, I I was just very confused by that because they, they, you know, there's a camera angle where we see it very clearly. It's just like, oh, they want you to have the full moment of like yeah. he's got the can the dinosaur with the neck thing he it's kills happening. him right yeah yeah yeah. so yeah. Yeah. that's it i'll tell um, you what messed me up in the theater i don't do bugs i don't do bugs i don't do flying mm. things now that's where they lost yeah. me when that <laughs> when that locust hopped up on the thing that was the jump scare of the movie for me i was prepared mm-hmm. for everything else but when that happened i was like i will leave this movie mm-hmm. if it is about giant bugs because I can't do this. Like, this Seriously. is not yeah. my calling. And that is exactly yeah, I, what this film was. I all, The it, whole it was, thing. Yeah. The whole thing. I was like, I'm going to vomit. I don't want to be here. I can't. Yep. So it's, again, a return to Jurassic Park and then an escape from Jurassic Park. And then it was human clone chosen one and then a bug locust movie. And then oh, don't forget then, the talking velociraptors. There's also mm-hmm. a mother-child then, yes. story in here as well. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> And and our drag queen dinosaur at the end, who I loved. She was a fabulous with the feathers and the long nails. Loved her. <laughs> that was that was the note that I literally said. Is this did they just have an alley-oop pass between dinosaurs to kill another dinosaur? And then I was like, oh, I love this whole old school versus new school. But I, too, was like, who is old girl with the nails and the feathers? Who yes, are you? Yes. When did you get here? How long have you been here? What? <laughs> Yeah, half of these half of these dinosaurs because I fell asleep in Fallen Kingdom. I'll be honest, <laughs> but uh, rightfully so. I was like, "Who the hell are these dinosaurs?" Because when this trailer dropped and I saw Laura Dern was going to be in the movie, yeah. I was like, "I'm sold." Yeah, right. All you needed to do was put Laura Dern, and then like, okay, and Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum yeah. with this new cast. I'm like, exciting. Oh, yeah. I um, wanted to point out Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum shockingly were the two hottest men in this film. Like they were so attractive. They, I, think. I <laughs> like they aged so well. I'm not, I'm not kidding when I say that Jeff Goldblum could, can, and for always can get it. Like yeah, my <laughs> God, he's They're, got swag, man. Well, I mean, does. have you ever seen somebody that you're like, what is going on? Because he's that person. Mm-hmm. I think what's so funny to me is they lean into 
both what the characters were and what they have become as people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's yes. like yeah. in that moment when Laura Dern goes to the like she gets you the she gives you the sunglass. Everybody's got to take a sunglass mm-hmm. off slowly. Everybody's mm-hmm. got to give you a moment. She's giving you hair, and then like when she goes to that tent, because I had to write this to myself. I said. The way Alan brews his tea is so chaotic, but like so <laughs> adorable, hapless, smart hottie where he's got yeah. like 87 tea bags in there. And he's like, oh, do you I would have prepared this for you. And I was like, oh, this is what dudes in movies used to be is they were just like adorably goofy and weird. But like, oh, he's kind of yeah. cute, too. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. not a muscle yeah. in sight. But you're just like, oh, my God, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Laura. Well, it was also when we first saw gay icon. When we first saw her, she had her her button down tied again. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, like after 30 years, she's she's not changing up. Like, no, she's not getting a a shirt that fits her. No, or or maybe just taking it off. Like, I don't definitely, but like (laughs) that's the thing. Like they. They pretty much are exactly like you said, Mackenzie, like delivering on what you want. And it's so interesting because Jeff Goldblum, I think, has one of the best line deliveries in the movie where he goes, you made a promise to a dinosaur. dinosaur. There is. You just want that Jeff Goldblum delivery. There is a brilliant Um, nod of where, (laughs) like, where Jeff Goldblum is when they've like gotten in the safe house and he goes to, he's doing something and he unbuttons his shirt and DeWanda Weiss looks at him mm-hmm. and he goes, Oh, sorry. And buttons it back up. And I was like, that is the, con- cause if they had given Jeez. me, yes. If they have given me Joel, Jeff Goldblum now laying somewhere with his shirt open, I'd be like, Oh, we get it. We all love that scene. Mm-hmm. But it was something mm-hmm. about like her from the new school, looking at him from the old school, kind of being like, put button your shirt up. Nobody wants a shirtless scene of you and him being like, Oh, okay. That I love. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad you yeah. just brought up Dewanda Weiss. She plays Kayla Watts, who is a brand we new don't character. Know what for this she's film. doing there. Don't know what she's doing, but I think to be quite honest, she was one of my favorite things of this film. Outside of the original oh. cast, she was phenomenal. Like she My was- immediate thing was like whatever her counterpart is in the originals i was like she clearly doesn't have one but i mm-hmm. love her like oh, she yeah. she was the indiana jones of this movie like she was she, like mm-hmm. she was constantly like snakes i hate snakes like mm-hmm. or it was just she was harrison ford it was clear that somebody was like can we get harrison ford and they were like no nah, but we can get this black lady and i, was I like, think Great. yeah and i think part of it is she was just such a breath of fresh air for this film yes that it just desperately kind of needed and every interact yeah. like her, the way she just played off with all like even that scene with jeff goldblum but the way she played off even with chris pratt yes and uh and uh Daz- dallas bright yeah bryce right. dallas yeah. howard bryce dallas howard you know? yeah everybody's mm-hmm. favorite nepo baby yes yes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I thought she was great. I think she was one of my favorite things of the film yeah. outside of the original cast. I think the original cast, like, they put effort in their performance. Yeah. I didn't get that. Like, I feel like uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, Chris Pratt were kind of phoning it in on this one. Where they really thought they were doing Chris something. Pratt. Yeah, they yeah, really thought yeah. they were giving you acting, but in reality, it was like... And I liked that Dewan... One, I liked that Dewan Weiss's character as as one of the few black characters was helpful because you're mm-hmm. always kind of nervous when mm-hmm. a character like that is introduced as a smuggler that I'm like, oh, great. The black lady is like an evil person that they're going to be fighting. Mm-hmm. But I also love that she was kind of the voice of the audience. Like... That moment when the dinosaur is chasing them on the bridge after they've fallen in the water and she just screams right. all the way down. It's yep. like, that yeah. is a yeah. reasonable reaction yeah. 
to a life or death dinosaur related interaction you should be Seriously. screaming that's how eddie reacted when we started in the theaters eddie whispers to me like that's how i would be yes in this situation like i would just be screaming all the time yeah or like people are just yeah. so chill where it's like oh i was in a in an ejector seat and now i've gotten to the ground and they're just like oh to the fact that she was like my plane i was like thank you people <laughs> lose things people lose homes and their lives and folks are just like Ah, well, you know, come see, come saw, come right, deal right, with dinosaurs. Right. <laughs> yeah, she was. So wait, I guess again, I gotta want to ask you guys this up front. Did you enjoy this movie? I mean, I wasn't mad that I paid full price for it by the yeah. end of it. Oh, like you know what I mean? Like that I was wasn't. Way. I was just a. It wasn't okay. like it wasn't what I. It wasn't great, but it wasn't like yeah. I didn't hate it. I, I came out saying you're like this. You know what? This is an enjoyable popcorn film. Is it as good as the what I saw the week before? Top Gun Maverick. No. That's the problem. Mm. That's, that's, that's the problem. That is, problem. I saw these they like, should have timed this better because the issue yeah. is if you have seen Top Gun Maverick, you are just, I mean, I have said this about the new Thor movie. I'm like, dear God, please let this be good because I mm-hmm. will absolutely circle around in the theater and go back yeah. and see Top Gun if this isn't what I want. <laughs> and like, yeah. and that's the thing is like this, I don't know if I liked it. I I giggled. I got a good guffaw mm-hmm. out of a few things and a good tee hee hee mm-hmm. a few times where I was like, this is so stupid. But like in terms of running out and making Instagram videos, begging my friends and family to go see it. No, that's not this. (laughs) Well, you know, because we've been we've been going a lot to the theater recently. Theaters are back. Yes. Thank God. And there's been a lot of original films. So I've had pretty pleasant experiences of being back to the theater for a couple months now. And like everything everywhere all at once came out. And that was just unbelievably great. I still want to watch that one. Um, Yeah, we have to have a movie night. Oh, yeah. you guys have to see that. Movie. I know, it's, and everybody has said. Well, see, it's because people say it makes you cry, and I cry at everything. So I oh, know does it? I have. Oh, to, I haven't. Yeah. Heard. I just. Look, I got It's it very good. It looks. Yeah. It does everything. That movie. Yeah, yeah it's very good. Yeah. And then like the Batman was great. Top yeah. of Maverick was great. Like things surprising you. So this being a disappointment was. <laughs> It definitely was. like it, it really it like hit hard because i'm like oh no i haven't yeah. not enjoyed myself at a theater since like i saw Doolittle in 2020 because you know what's wild <laughs> is when i when you say that i think about it like the movies i've seen in the theater since lockdown have been like spider-man no way home mm-hmm. the batman yep. top right. gun so mm-hmm. it is like i have gone to the theater where, where i was like i walked out and i was like oh yeah that was worth it. That was worth the money, yeah. the effort, being in a mask, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. This was one where I was just, I think I even said to my mom, if I wasn't, if I didn't have the podcast, I think I might have <laughs> just kind of yeah. made a what U-turn out the theater. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. Like this was, this ended a streak for me. Yeah. And I, I saw it last night at 930. <laughs> I paid six dollars, which is, and if I had paid any more, I think I would have been a little pissed off about it. Yeah, yeah. But because I paid six dollars, I was okay. I will tell you, people walked out of my theater. Oh, really? I can see. Yeah, I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. I, I, I thought you know what? I, I didn't hate the film. I thought it was absolutely enjoyable. I could be. I could be easily, uh, what's it called, swayed on like, you know, you give me decent action sequences, I'm fine. I can. I well, can here's the thing. Me too. I'm, a, I'm with I'm you on that. I'm terrified of a jump scare. So going into this, I even entertained going to see it in 4DX to make it mm. like a full experience because I did that for Top Gun. Let me tell you again. Guys, oh, this is You did it right. This is That's me telling you, you guys. Right. I saw it in both 2D and 4DX. <laughs> again, go see Top Gun Maverick in theaters now. Um, So <laughs> I almost went to go see this in 4DX and my 
family had all gone to see it Saturday at like different theaters around the country because obviously we all mm-hmm. don't live together. And I, our family group text was like, you cannot go see this in 4DX. You will not survive it because I don't do well with jump scares. I don't do well with things touching me. And they were like, you're probably going to get air blown in your face every five seconds and you're going to mm-hmm. scream. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Is that how 4DX works? They actually like blow air? I oh, didn't know that. Water comes at you. Like when, oh, again, yeah, yeah. when I saw Black Panther, it was like the, when you're moving through Wakanda, the seats move, like you feel the oh. grass against your legs. It's cool. Like oh, it's really amazing. Cool. You know what? But I like, splurge for one of these. I'm telling you, you got to do it. But I like, I really thought, gun. well, they do it do it and it'll yeah. change your life like <laughs> they did it for um james bond too where i was like uh-huh. oh i'm sure this is what i saw that's what i saw in 40x too fast and the furious nine it was <laughs> it was an experience i was like this is the dumbest movie i've ever seen um but like that's the thing is like this was a movie where i there were moments where i was like oh jump scares oh it's crazy but then there was like when it ended i was like huh i it's like it's like the third one. I was like, I will remember none of this, but it was a nice time, and I'm glad I I'm glad yeah. I finished the story. <laughs> I'm glad we're done. Well, first of all, I just want to I just want to say I appreciate how much of a movie going fan you are. Like oh, you yeah. want the full experience. I want the if whole. You're going thing. to the theater. You want to do it right, and yeah. I fucking love that. Me and Rolando <laughs> constantly argue about like I'm like go to the theater, and he's yeah. like stay home. No, <laughs> and I'm, like so I love that. I love <laughs> yeah. hearing this about you. Oh yeah, I but, am like I'm in the theater. I am there. People are like she has camped out. I have just discovered yes. Alamo Draft House. They have a great Cobb salad. <laughs> Alamo so. Draft House is so good. Yeah, so and I you, are you there. in L. A. Yeah. So, have you been to New Beverly Cinema? No, I have not. Okay. Oh All right. God. So, oh when I come to LA, I, when I come to LA, I'm just going to spend a whole week at New Beverly Cinema, yeah. so you should meet me there. Yes, okay. that's amazing. <laughs> that's, like, all I want to do. <laughs> hey, Eddie has decided to join us here for the last tail end of this episode. Hi, Eddie. Hi, guys. So great to see you. Howdy, howdy. Yay. Mm. Welcome for us pretty much summarizing our thoughts on Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, so... Uh, to me, this whole movie was kind of like, okay, I've seen all of these sequences before, yeah. but now I'm just seeing it in what is apparently Malta. I can't say I've never <laughs> been to Malta. Uh, you know, I'm seeing now just like, it, it, was it me or was it just like so many dinosaur sequences after dinosaur sequences oh. in the last half? And it was so many dinosaurs that I couldn't figure out wh- what was what. What they were. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah. would be like, is that yeah. a velociraptor? And then it was like, no, it's an ignominosaurus. And then I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, is that a new, yeah. did we make that? Or did that come like that, exactly? The one, like the one that was swinging the ice water, for example. I don't know if that was like a yes. real dinosaur or like made I don't know what that is. Yeah. I went very early and my theater only had like two other people in it and they were way in the back and I was way in the front. And I out loud said, Nice. Is this bitch fucking swimming? That's what I said out loud when it went under the water, and I went, "Oh shit!" Because that's what I don't like. I don't like when now I find out it's a hybrid. I don't want to be running for mm, right. my life, and now it dives under the water, and it's got gills. Yeah. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Now I'm scared. That character was like, "Oh shit, nope!" Like when it went under the water. But that's why I love like, Dewanda Weiss. Is she kept yeah, saying yeah. the things that we, as the audience, were looking because we're thinking. Well, for the mm-hmm. most part, mm-hmm. you watch these movies, and everybody just acts like I'm running for my li-. like. Never once in the first movie does anybody say is this motherfucker opening a door with its claws yeah, like it is yeah, turning exactly. the door and the fact yeah. that she kept saying that kind of stuff where it was like what is happening why are we here oh my god yeah and I think, no for sure and i think yeah. the coup de gras for me again all roads lead to i love things that are black af is like 
this moment between Dewan Weiss and the guy that worked for Ian Malcolm where they gave each other like the black people nod in the helicopter <laughs> that I was like, now this shit is realistic because this mm-hmm. would happen where they would look for each other and kind of have this like, what is this white nonsense girl? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. they just yeah. had that great like beat that I thought whoever let them do that genius. Mm-hmm. So I think she was severely missed in Malta because she should have been there when everyone is still putting money on that fight. But the dinosaur has just gotten free, right? Like it's just eating yes. people. There's still people around that circle, like throwing money. Like it's just like, yes. why are we, why are we waiting here? Like there's a T Rex on the loose or something. Yeah. Like get and out. All I could focus on was yeah. like, I yeah. want that little baby Triceratops that keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, I want to really? Yeah, I was like, is, it, is he getting any bigger? Lo- I like yeah. you. It looked like a Street Fighter like set piece. You know what I mean? Yes. It was silly. Yes. And then there were people oh, selling but, dinosaur meat. That was another one that I was like, that I was like, I would never eat. Yeah. That. Oh like, really? Oh, I, I mean, I've eaten gator in uh in Louisiana. I can't imagine it tastes that much different. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. either. Wow. But then I had a moment where I was like, is this le-? like again the A twenty four movie I want is like on the barista. <laughs> I want to know more about this black market trade. Because then I was like, I can we see, like I'm like circle back, ask him a question. Is this legal to sell, or is this like, or is it so expensive at like Mastro's Steakhouse that that's yeah. why it's on the black market? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I love I, that it's always an A twenty four movie. Yeah, no, because those are the only ones. <laughs> again, independent movie. I am yeah. literally I am advocating for A twenty four movies about side characters in the MCU. Like I just. Wanna, you know, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love it. Oh, yeah. I wanted I, that I for felt, the blip. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I what I want. I want like, a movie about yeah. a girl, a coming of age story of a girl who gets blipped <laughs> and comes back and now has to put her life together. And I can see it all yeah. in my yeah. mind. Mm. It stars like a yeah. crying, you know, uh, I mean, it would be Florence Pugh, but she's already left. So damn. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. But I felt like the ending was kind of exhausting because it's yes. like dinosaurs are attacking us in the air. Dinosaurs are attacking me in the water. Dinosaurs are attacking us on ice. Dinosaurs are attacking us in the mines. I don't understand. Like, what, oh my dinosaurs gosh, are gonna it's be just so much. When but you, it's also like when they it's just, they, the decisions that they made. I left. I was. Uh, that's when I yeah. was ready to leave. When the bat dinosaur happened or when the... I, it was also I don't know like the first one only had a couple of sequences where they're being attacked right yeah. like the two kids yeah, in, the, in the kitchen and, the and then when they're in the yeah. car and like they're so successful because it was just those two yeah you know like how we had like uh, literally yeah. more than 10 sequences like that in this film. and after a while it was like I'm so tired of this like I, I need the plot to actually yeah. keep going instead of just these things holding them up but then also did no one else question like she jumped out of the parachute the plane kept going, and yet when they were on the ground, they were catching up to her. I couldn't. I couldn't put it together. How does that make sense? Logistically, well, not, I could not I think make they went sense back. of anything. Logistically, yeah. And I was like, okay, fine. I guess we're just, like, time and space doesn't really mean anything because it's all about these fucking dinosaur sequences. And but, then, like, I'm confused. You know what else I realized maybe that I don't like about the dinosaurs that freaks me out is I'm afraid of birds, and they love <laughs> to make it clear that these are descendants of birds. And I think that's yes. where it hit me that, yes. like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't want any part of this. I don't want people to consider this because it's just it's the it's the giant chicken of it all. Of like, yeah, of yeah, just watching. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, the movie had <laughs> insane. <laughs> I had this one question I wanted to ask everyone: like, do you prefer the scientifically accurate dinosaurs that have like color and like feathers, or do you prefer like the ones that we saw originally, which were like kind of more lizard-like? And I uh, like the original reptilian. lizard ones. They freak me. I yeah. don't like these bird ones. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I like I, the original ones too. Eddie, yeah, yeah. No, the same, the same. So, yeah, I the think same. it's just like I don't. I know they're more accurate, but I don't. 
I don't care. Like I want, I want it to look how I imagine it to look. There's well, a terminology I mean, for that. But I listen, what that's what makes that insane three-way dinosaur fight. What the fuck was that? I mean, when in my yeah. favorite moment is when they all say to each other, "This isn't about us." This is. I was like, yeah. if you don't get your yeah. diesel ass confusing dialogue out of this movie, mm-hmm. they were like, "It's not about us. It's about them." And then I was like. Who is who are you? Where did you come from? How long have you all been here? How have you not been eating the other dinosaurs on the way into the safe house? It got very yeah, Noah's yeah. Ark and I got very confused. It did. It, did. <laughs> it just for me at the end it became all a lot. It became like <laughs> we need to end this movie and we needed it to be over like twenty minutes ago. I mean that yeah. That ending was very, very much fan service, right? Because we wanted to see yes. T Rex finally beat down the Gigantosaurus, right? Who had been nothing but a bully. And I, I, yeah. I said this in the cold open. He was like a homophobic bully because <laughs> all these all these dinosaurs are either homosexuals or asexual, That's right? True. Uh, and mm-hmm. so it took like mm-hmm. the drag queen dinosaur and then our Dom King here to like yeah. bring down the bully. And yeah. you know what? Pride. It's you know June, what's, guys. Happy you know Pride. What's really funny to me, and I thought about this truly as it was starting. I used to have a riding coach. I loved her to death, but her whole thing was she only let us ride female. She wouldn't let you ride a female horse. So the barn was always oh. filled with only boys. And there okay. was like huh. one girl that she had kept forever. And so there was a moment where I had like you. I was like, yeah, see, it's been all girls and they've been fine and they weren't killing <laughs> anybody. And then they let this dude in. And now we got problems. But like, I just, there was nothing funnier to me than a, uh, in the family guy chicken fight way than like the T Rex being dead on the ground and then the light yes. hitting her eye and her pupil blowing out. And uh-huh. I was like, mm-hmm. this is. So dumb, and I love it here, and I never want to leave. Oh, my God. Well, the dumbest part of the whole movie was, let's be honest, when he brings back uh, Beta to Blue, and then Blue goes away, but then Blue comes back, and they have that moment where they're like, he's like, well done, human. And Chris Pratt I is mean, like, you got I a mean, dinosaur. I truly, it's that'll just, do, Donkey. That'll do. I mean, it just. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And every, I mean, people in my theater were laughing. I laughed. I had, a, I had a packed theater last night at 930, oh though. God. I will say, like, people are coming out for it. And I think, though, people are coming out. Because but more silly. than often, yeah, people will yeah. sell. Yeah. Are not ha- yeah people aren't happy though like i think you guys are the happiest i've heard of yeah. people who've seen because i movie. love a silly movie i love a si- mm-hmm. yeah i love a silly dumb time like i lo- like if you're mm-hmm. not gonna give me me in the theater with a single glory tear over a plane or like on my feet cheering for toby mcguire if you're not gonna give me that <laughs> just give me the dumbest two hours of my life like it just yeah yeah just yeah, you Chris know what Pratt it is? was just like he was like guess what I want this check and I'm gonna give you nothing <laughs> and I was like give me nothing sir come and on and I'm gonna donate it to my church I actually uh, want it I actually want it more like more fan service I like wanted the kids from the first true. one to make yes. cameos right. I, I wanted this, I wanted I Jeff want, Gold, I kept thinking Jeff Goldblum's daughter was coming at some point that's I thought I thought that's what I thought Kayla White the Air, the Watts I did too uh, I thought that too. I was hoping yeah. it like they were working together that they had to hold this whole big scheme yeah. going on that they were working together. I did too. Uh, I really and then I, she would enter the room and be like, Dad. That's what I thought like, was gonna I happen. Wanted, I thought yes. what was gonna happen is that she was gonna be like, he spent his whole life obsessed with these dinosaurs and the chaos of them. And so I got into like, you know, being a part of the smuggling transport them. or whatever, smuggling yeah. them. Because yeah, I did. I yeah. thought when they got to the house that they were gonna turn and be like, that she was gonna go, Dad? And he was gonna be like, oh, What are you doing here? And then we all were gonna be like, Oh my god. But yep. I mean, there were some fan service 
service moments. Like I loved the, mm-hmm. you know, the flattening of the car and everybody scooting around it because that was back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You Ooh, know, I was terrified Jeff that Goldblum moment. I thought Jeff Goldblum was yeah. gonna die. So that's the only thing I will say. I thought. I mean, I did it's too. the final <laughs> of the trilogy. Just kill off somebody. Kill, kill just too. kill. Yeah. You yeah, know, being yeah. discriminate. I thought well, Jeff Goldblum what, was a goner that moment. You know what moment. made me nervous is when nobody died and those dinosaurs majestically walked across the Sahara Desert. I thought, yeah. oh, no, they're going to try to make more of these. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So the ending, right? The way that they, they tied up this whole franchise, assuming that there won't be any other movies, is kind of like this message of coexisting yes. and like us respecting each other and for chris pratt and to be the person in it i was like child if y'all don't go someplace and leave me alone what are we doing <laughs> true true <laughs> but it's it's interesting because other films of this year like the big one everything everywhere all at once yep. kind of had this message of like let's be kind to one another yes. at the core of them yes mm-hmm. and it seems to be like this new trending theme thing because obviously like right now we're an incredibly divided yeah. country and it, this country is really scary yep. and we're all just trying to like we all kind of want to take a step back and be like okay kindness love understanding that's yeah. peace love and understanding that's what we need um but was a dinosaur movie the place to say i that? was going to say <laughs> that exactly i was gonna say when they ended this movie with like the the shakespearean narrator standing up top the stage giving the final soliloquy of what we should all learn i was like if yep. y'all don't get the mm. fuck out of here and leave me alone and just end this shit right? with some flying pterodactyls and go home it, yeah like, the movie was self-aware it was like oh they just want sequence after sequence and let's just have fun and we brought everyone back and we're just gonna like throw everything and then they end it with the like but then we're gonna end it with the Mm. social commentary i was like god bless it was too much i mean it was it was so extra and i think what's made it very comical was like this beautiful social commentary coupled with like like a pterodactyl going to the top of the Capitol records building or whatever. Yeah. Like it was like, yes, yes. I was just like, and then, you know, we're all of, you know, we're all part of different minority groups. I said, are y'all saying that I'm a dinosaur that if you can live with dinosaurs, you can live with the queers and the black folks. And, yeah. And I was like, I yeah. said, I don't know how I feel about being compared to a dinosaur, but okay. Why you guys, I'm like, Dude. so I didn't even get that ending because I wasn't necessarily paying attention. At I was. We were like, we're like, we're. I, I figured we're the tail end here. I just need to see the visuals and get out at that point because you know, because I was mad. Yeah. I remember I was just mad that like BD Wong wasn't arrested. I was just like, he's not. Why no. is he not in jail? I did too. I kept waiting for like I told you. I kept waiting for SWAT to surround him as soon as he yeah. let that locust go. Something. And I was just like, like, so yeah. I think. At that point, it, it did check out end. a little. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but so this is the the last film of the franchise, <laughs> right? Told, yes. and all of this. We hope was this. Do you think the ending that we wanted to, you know, our thirty year journey with this Jurassic World's Park era? You know, like, did are you guys satisfied with how this ended? I mean, I like a good movie that isn't mediocre. I don't know. So that's the thing, right? Like, I, I, I did complain a lot about the movie, but that's okay. I don't mind complaining because I, at least I felt something, right? And it wasn't mediocre, which I think is where the Lost War, uh, the Jurassic Park 3 was. Yeah. Mediocre. This one, at least, it wasn't that. It was, like, at least I had a little more fun with it. Here's the uh, problem. I was comparing this to one of what I think is the greatest ways to wrap up 
a trilogy, which was No Way Home, which was like fan service story mm. and then leaving mm -hmm. the door open for where could this go, right? And so yeah, this yeah. one was, it was chaos. It was chaos. It was like there were three different departments and somebody was in charge of the nostalgia fan service department. <laughs> somebody else was in charge yeah. of the dinosaur. Yeah. And then there was a random team that was like from the corporate responsibility at Universal that were like, well, we need to have a message. And all three of them just <laughs> went, well, I get the first act. I get the second act. All right, well, I get the last two, five minutes and they just yeah, went to yeah. town yeah <laughs> and you actually brought up a good point about spider-man is because i think we're at a stage now because remakes and reboots and all of these franchises are a steady part of our culture and i think hollywood's kind of finally mastering it yeah you know top gun maverick i mean okay mission impossible movies they've gotten better yeah. fast and the furious you know hit or miss but yeah. they've gotten better, they've gotten better. Yeah. like what are they about we don't know did we start it out with stealing dvd vhs players absolutely are we in mm -hmm. space perfect mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we might have to retcon things yeah. but like like okay we're figuring out yeah. and this one ha didn't seem like it quite figured things True. out so it's like more of a disappointment compared to its counterpoints yeah. mm. but or counterparts but overall is it oh but compared to but compared no. to itself it was an enjoyable time like i yeah. i walked yeah. away from this grouping of the trilogy thinking when i have kids and they get old enough i will show them the first three watch them be like wow cool and then i'll show them the next three and then it'll all make sense when we go to the theme park why there are dinosaurs <laughs> spinning in our faces and they'll be like cool yeah. you know yes. and that's, that's the boy <laughs> yeah and hopefully no pink eye this time hopefully no mm. pink eye. hopefully yeah. no pink eye. Oh. yeah <laughs> i mean overall the, the for me it's like the whole trilogy this jurassic world trilogy at the end of the day, was just a complete waste of time in terms of the story. But I, there was worse ways to yeah. spend my personal time, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, I haven't not enjoyed myself since Doolittle. So it's like <laughs> that I take personally because <laughs> I've been enjoying myself so much in the theater. But that's my own. Re oh, wait. I was going to say, like, how is it possible? I, I hated Cyrano. That was the last time that I, I was. I did not movie. hate Cyrano, so yeah. Well, you hate musicals. I do. Yeah. I do. I'm also, Cyrano I'm, was beautiful. I'm also the yeah. person that like uh, literally just loves saying Cyrano de Bergerac. So I that whole mm. entire time I was like, guys, have you seen the other movie? Like, I just love announcing to people what are Cyrano remakes. Cyrano. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm. I can't. Wow. I yeah. No, I I enjoyed that too. So, uh, but what did you? guys think about this crazy jurassic era we've been in and this new film and dominion and everything with it you gotta let us know your thoughts you can email us remakes reboots revivals at gmail.com we are on instagram at remakes reboots revivals and we're on facebook and twitter at remakes podcast mm -hmm. and Mackenzie, where can people find you they can find me on instagram at miss usa to to mba uh like the degree i know you'll see it and you'll think it's tumba i hate <laughs> all of you i'll never change it because at this point i'm stubborn um yeah and if you also like me uh hate jump scares and are very confused by these bird-like dinosaurs feel free to drop them in my dms because i can commiserate with somebody else who's afraid of birds and also if you have gotten dinosaur related pink eye i think we should all form a class action lawsuit so here we go <laughs> 
I just want to do a quick plug for my uh, Instagram and TikTok at Nicole Pometti. Uh, this month for June for Pride Month, I'm doing this whole deep dive on the life and career of Judy Garland, who would have turned 100 this month. Actually, just a couple of days ago was her birthday. So if you're interested in learning a little bit about Judy Garland and, and just want some film history, head on over to my Instagram for my Pride Month special on her. All right, well, until next time. I was going to say, Mackenzie, thank you so much. And until next time, stay stay an original. original.